Welcome to Adulting, the podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to adulting.tv. I'm Harlan Landis, and I'm here with Miranda Marquette. How are you doing, Miranda? I am doing okay. I'm super excited about this topic because a lot of the time, if things aren't going the way I want them to, I just ignore it and move on. But now it looks like we're going to talk about how I can actually get what I want. Yeah, from companies that you're dealing with anyway. That's uh, as good place to start, as good place as any when it comes to getting what you want out of life. Certainly, there might be some areas of your life you can't control, but if you are having an issue with a company, you can talk to them and hopefully resolve the issue. And I think dealing with customer service is your first step in trying to resolve an issue that you're having with a company, whether it's a a cable company or whether you need to raise an issue that you had while you were dining out at a restaurant Or if there's something that's just not going the way you feel it should be going as a customer, then you have a right to try to resolve the situation. Yeah, and I think it's really important subject because one of the things we tend to do is say, okay, well, we think of customer service people as irrelevant. But the reality is, is if you see them as people and you use a little charm and address their humanity, you have a better chance of succeeding. Yeah, and it helps certainly being nice to people. And that really goes a long way in getting what you want when it comes to companies and uh, the companies that you're a customer of. A lot of the time, the people you speak to on the phone don't even have the power to give you the results that you want or to change the situation for you. So being nice to everybody down the line as you go through the customer service process is a great way to start and figure out exactly how to get the results that you want. When you're looking for results, what are some of the common issues you can resolve if you are looking to improve the situation? Well, I think one of the most popular things to do Uh, when it comes to dealing with customer service is to find a way to lower your cable bill if you have one at all in the first place. And certainly there's a lot of people who are just cutting the cord completely and going without cable from a provider like Comcast or Time Warner or Cox or whatever, whatever companies are out there now providing cable because it makes a lot of sense now for a lot of people to just get rid of their television service with so many options streaming and online that might result in a lower monthly bill for you, but still providing whatever service that you want, whether it's watching HBO or watching some of your favorite shows on regular TV. There's a lot of options out there now. And so cable companies are under more pressure to work with their customers and try to come up with solutions that are going to keep their business. So you always have that threat to those companies of leaving them behind. So that gives you a little more leverage when it comes to negotiating your cable bill today. Yeah. And I think some other places where customer service people can help you is it's possible to get a lower interest rate on many credit cards. Many credit card service reps are authorized to reduce your interest rate by up to three to 5% sometimes if you're a good customer and you just ask. You can get help at the store. You might be able to get discounts. You might be able to get a recommendation on a lower cost item that's similar to what you're looking for. 
and like you mentioned earlier, you know, if you go out to a restaurant, your demeanor can help you get better food and better service. Yeah, and a lot of what we're talking about so far are these these general things that you can just kind of look around and see what your situation is and react to that. But a lot of the times, most people deal with customer service when something goes wrong and they need some kind of solution, like a product that you have breaks when it's not supposed to break. That's the time when people deal with customer service and get a lot of pushback in terms of what they can get out of it. So I think the situations in which you could potentially deal with customer service are endless. Sometimes it's just making things a little bit better for yourself. Sometimes it's negotiating. And sometimes it's dealing with a problem that needs a resolution immediately to get the results that you want. Let's talk about some of the things that you can do to move the needle in your favor just a little bit. And one of those things that we've already kind of touched on is just to be polite and calm to everybody you talk to. I think showing that you're a patient person and you're willing to discuss and not demand something can go a long way in getting people to work with you and getting people to come up with a solution with you. And that's if you get the right person on the phone in the first place. Sometimes you have to ask to get the right person. But regardless of who you're speaking to, whether it's on the phone or whether it's in a chat online or whether it's on Twitter, start with being polite and calm. If you don't expect the conversation to go downhill, then it probably won't. Most people in customer service will try to help you if you give them the opportunity to and if you make them feel good about what they are doing. If you make them feel that they are their jobs are meaningless and you know the customer is always right and they need to listen to you and they need to solve your problem immediately or they need to give you exactly what you want, then you're going to have some difficulty dealing with the situation and in the end getting what you want. So start by being polite and calm and remain polite and calm throughout the entire conversation and process. Yeah, and I think it's a good idea to remember along with this that, you know, the person on the other end of the phone is a human being. And so you need to recognize their humanity and also realize that this person is not personally responsible for your situation. I actually had a situation a few months ago where I had booked a hotel room through Orbitz. And when I got there, it turned out Orbitz had overbooked the hotel and the poor woman sitting there at the front desk just looked absolutely just uh, terrified when I approached the desk because she had been dealing with people yelling at her all day. It wasn't her fault that the hotel was overbooked, but she was the one that was there. And I just talked to her. I said, hey, yeah, I, I understand. I said, yeah, this is frustrating for everybody involved and, and it must be terrible for you to have to deal with this all the time. And she was very grateful that I was willing to be understanding. And the fact that I was understanding, she said, well, here, I know that there are some rooms available at this other hotel up the road a little bit. Let me call them for you. And let's see if we can get you a better room at the same rate. And so she took care of it for me in a way that she hadn't done with other people because rather than just saying, hey, you have to call the Orbitz customer service number and figure this out. She actually went through it with me, found it for me. And then we went through the Orbitz process as well together. So she was willing to kind of go the extra mile for me just because I recognized that it wasn't her fault and was willing to recognize her humanity. I think that's a great example. And in this case, you knew what you wanted. You wanted 
a room. That That is what you paid for, and that's what you expected. And yes, they were overbooked, but you knew what the result had to be in this case. In this case, a refund wouldn't have helped you at all because you still needed a place to sleep. So that, that was not the solution that would have worked for you. And I think it really helps to know what it is that you want and what you want the result to be. Because a lot of the time, let's say we want to lower the interest rate on our credit card. You know, we're, we know we're paying too much money. One approach would be to call the company and say, listen, you know, I would really love a lower interest rate. But that isn't enough. That isn't really knowing what you want. If you know that there is a current deal for a similar card at a rate of, let's say, 9.9% APR or something like that, let's let's just go with that. And you know that your rate is a 15.9% APR. You can go and you can say to the customer service representative, this is the offer that I'm looking at. I would like you to match this offer. And that way you have something specific there. And then you you say also that if you can't match this offer, then I am going to transfer my balance to this other company, this other card, this other issuer. And then you're giving the company two options. And, and really, either option is going to work out for you, whether they resolve it or not. So knowing what you want, and if you don't know what you want, if you don't even know what the possibilities are, I would do some research first to find out what other people have done, what other results have been done, or at the very last resort, you can ask, leave it open-ended and say, well, how do you think we should resolve this or, or what options are available to me? I just think that being clear and having a specific thing that you can ask for and reasons for asking for that specific thing will help you negotiate and come up with a solution. And if they can't do, maybe there's something that they, if they can't do exactly what you're asking for, maybe you can negotiate and come up with some kind of satisfactory result for everybody. Yeah. And I think part of that knowing what you want too, it, it can help when you get on the phone with somebody to say, hi, I have this issue. Are you somebody who can help me with X? So if you need to return something because it's broken and you want a refund, you can say, hi, I bought some merchandise. It turns out to be faulty. Are you somebody who can help me get a refund? And ask that question, ask them right off, are you somebody who can help me with X? And if they aren't, then you can immediately move on to a supervisor. Because that's that's one of the issues that you'll run into, you know, is, is when do you escalate it? When do you ask for a supervisor? The reality is, is if they can't get you a solution that is acceptable, then yes, it's time to see if there's somebody who can provide you with, if not exactly the solution you're looking for, something that's a little bit closer to what you want. Yeah. And don't forget that if you're going to move from person to person, first of all, you should have everybody's name. Just write down everybody that you're talking to and keep a record of it for yourself because you may need to refer back to it at a later date. If, if someone else in the company says that there's no record, if you haven't spoken to somebody or coming up with an agreement, then you want to be able to show them that you have all the details of these conversations. And that starts with asking for people's names. Also, when you ask for somebody's name, you can use their name and you can thank them personally and you can have a more personal conversation, which ties back to what we've already talked about, about being polite. Being able to speak to somebody with their name is a good way to create a relationship with them and make them feel comfortable. And I think that's really important, too. 
And finally, you want to make sure you're being honest. You don't want to fudge the details. You don't want to make stuff up. You don't want to claim that you've lost more money than you did or that something that you broke was a manufacturer's defect. You need to be honest about the situation because as they start digging in, they might find out that you've been lying and then it's all out the window. So make sure you're as accurate and honest as possible right from the get-go so that you don't end up with a problem later on where they can point to one detail that you lied about and then totally say, well, the rest of this doesn't pan out either. So how about using social media for solving your customer service issues? I think that I've done this not to manipulate any companies, because certainly you and I, Miranda, we both have a pretty large following on Twitter, let's say. And when we talk about a company, companies generally take notice, which can be good and bad. I try not to talk about companies too often on Twitter because I don't want to endorse nor do I want to denigrate any companies without specific reason. But there have been times where something would go wrong, say with an airline, Wi-Fi is not working, or just something goes wrong with the flight that is a customer service issue. You know, I'm, I may call them out from time to time. What kind of rules should there be or are there? Or what, what, what do we expect for using social media for dealing with our customer service issues? Well, I, th- I think it goes back to what we talked about before is, you know, you start out by being polite and uh, straightforward. And when I had, there was a situation where this credit card that I had, they decided they were going to start adding an annual fee. I couldn't get through to anybody on the customer service line. I just, I get caught in this horrible phone tree, you know, how you know, the automatic phone system. And I, I was just having a hard time getting through that. Yeah. And so finally, I just said, you know, I've spent some time doing this and this is a pain. I'm just going to just do it on Twitter. And so I did. I went on Twitter. I did an at the company and I just said, you know, I'm not happy about this new annual fee. Who can I talk to? And most companies these days have customer service Twitter accounts that are separate from their usual customer service account. So that's the other thing you can do is is look for their specific customer service Twitter account. And you are likely to see that and then be able to connect to somebody directly. Now, when you are doing this, it's important that you don't share personal information. Don't share account numbers. Don't share any of that stuff. In my case, they replied back to me and they said, you know, direct message us with your phone number and we'll call you. And so they did and we got it resolved and they waived my fee and I still don't have to pay an annual fee for this credit card. That's something to think about is, you know, look on there for their specific customer service social media account because a lot of companies have them now and a lot of them are more responsive on social media than they even are on the phone or by email. Yeah, and there's a temptation, I think, to go viral and to, you know, just blow the internet up with your problem. There's the feeling that we can do this because we see it happen. And suddenly these companies, again, airlines, it seems to always come down to airlines, are in the news a lot for videos and things that were shared on social media. It's not a great way to get what you want out of the situation. Um, it, It comes back to everything we've talked about, just being polite finding the right person to contact online and dealing with it that way. And companies are interested in, when it comes to social media, a lot of them are more interested in their public perception than they are. It's it's kind of a separate thing. That's kind of what their social media is. So you, you do want to seek out the appropriate customer service contacts online. But if you can't find that, 
a lot of them will do their customer service through their main Twitter account, or they will refer you to someone that you can talk to. But sometimes if you're not getting where you want to get, if you look at the website for the company and you're not finding a phone number, but you do see them all over social media, yeah, you can start there. Start with social media. Again, don't try to blow things up or go viral. Just try to get your own situation resolved. And if it is something that affects other people as well, if this is a massive problem that this company is facing, then, you know, there are, there are other ways to get what you want, too. I mean, one of the things that we've always seen is those, if you are one of the people who still watches local news on TV, then you see they always have these segments where they help the consumer, they help someone deal with a problem. Consumer advocates are a good place to go as well, although you can do a lot of that stuff yourself now with social media, but the the power behind a bigger media company than yourself, if you don't have a lot of followers on social media, you might get better results dealing with major problems if you go to somebody who does have a big following and get them on your side, and perhaps they will assist you in getting what you want from the companies, especially if this is bigger than something that just happens to you this is a, a widespread problem, it should get widespread attention. Definitely. And one of the most effective things you can do after the fact is to thank someone for their help. Be sure to thank the person you've been talking to. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your help. Thank you for helping me with this issue. And just making sure you thank them at the end of the call. At the end of my own Twitter situation, you know, I went ahead and tweeted out, hey, thanks to the, and I thanked the credit card company for helping me and for having great customer service. And so, you know, that was just kind of a way to thank them for their help and being positive. And so that can be a really great way to show your appreciation and help them feel good about what they've done. And, you know, you want, you know, people want to feel good that they've helped somebody. Yeah. And I think one of the ways to do that as well is say you're, say you're in a restaurant and something is wrong with the food that you receive. Maybe it's not what you ordered or there's something that's, it's just causing a problem for you. And the, the server goes to an effort to resolve it for you. Then just like you would thank someone with a note, you would, you know, since this is a tipping situation, you would thank them with a larger tip. Um, plus a note, perhaps, to show that you're very appreciative of how they went above and beyond to help you in this situation, whatever it might have been. Uh, that's something to keep in mind as well. People really do like that show of gratitude. So make sure you do that. So now if you're looking at a customer service situation, what are some of the things that you can do right now to get ready to take on this company? Well, I think the first thing to do is to write down what it is you want to get out of the situation, whether it's a refund, whether it's a cash refund, or whether it's, you know, you don't want store credit because this was a situation where you were shopping in a store that you would never visit again. Perhaps it's at a distance and you don't see yourself going back and you want a cash refund or a check or whether you want a specific deal that other people are getting that you believe that the company is telling you you don't qualify for because of such and such a situation. If you don't agree and you want that deal that other people are getting, maybe that's the result that you want, or being treated in a certain way. And whatever the situation, whatever the outcome is that you want, make sure you're clear as possible as to what you would expect for a resolution. And also, at the same time, figure out what you're willing to accept, because maybe they have to meet you halfway. Would you be willing to accept something halfway? Be clear on what you want and what you're willing to accept. 
Yeah. And along with that, once you've written down your preferred outcome and you know what you want to have happen, consider creating a script. So if you're calling customer service, you can create a script. What are you going to say when you call? This can help you stay calm as you're going through the process. You can also look online. There are a lot of places online where you can find a sample script to call depending on your situation. Yeah. And online, I mean, there's so many resources that you can find. Even just asking people you know, has this ever happened to anybody? How did you resolve the situation? And what was the outcome? Look for those examples. Ask for them if you can't find them already online. And once you get some feedback, you'll be more prepared and you'll have an expectation. And maybe the result will be better than what you expect, which is always good. But going in knowing what other people have done is huge in terms of making sure that you can get a favorable outcome. Yeah. And make sure you practice staying calm. So as you practice reading your script, practice staying calm. And if you're really concerned about getting upset, maybe do a little role play with somebody you trust so that they can practice helping you remain calm throughout the situation. Yeah. And I like the idea of having someone, if if this is possible, it's not possible in every customer service interaction, but having someone who is calm, someone a little detached from the situation, call on your behalf or contact them on your behalf or help you write an email or give you feedback before you go ahead and take your situation public. It's good to bounce ideas off of somebody. It's good, especially if you are a type of person who gets really worked up about situations that don't go your way. That's something that can help you as you both practicing, remaining calm, and also getting the assistance of someone who's a calming influence in your life to help you work through the situation. So we do have a listener question. It says, everyone talks about the great deals they get just by calling a number. But when I try, it never works for me. What am I doing wrong? Well, I think we can start by going back to some of the things that we've talked about. You know, I, I would check to see if you're talking to the right person, because just because you call a number and it could be a general customer service line, you might not be getting someone who can really help you. A lot of the time, especially large companies, they have several levels of customer service. And the first person who answers the phone may sound really nice and sound like they can help you. But when it comes down to it, they're just there to kind of be a buffer so that most of the calls don't go to the second level of customer service. And it's that second level where someone can actually help you and give you the result that you want. So I would start, if you're really having issues... I would start by introducing yourself, introducing your problem and saying, I'm looking for a resolution. And is that something you can help me with? And then if not, going right to a supervisor or the next level of customer service so that you can get someone on the phone who can give you the outcome that you're expecting. Because a lot of those times, those the first person that you talk to will not be able to give you what you want. Yeah. And another thing to do is double check the offer, double check what it is you're looking for. You know, are you really asking for the same thing that the other person did? Sometimes, you know, they're like, oh, I got this discount or I was able to secure this situation and you didn't really fully understand what they received. So double check that before you make your phone call. 
talk to the person and say, hey, what is it you did? Get a little more information so that you are clear on the situation and not just calling on something that you know might not really be the real case after all. Do you have any favorite customer service stories? We'd love to hear of one time you worked with a company and it took a while, but you got what you wanted. Those positive, those happy endings are awesome to read about and they're awesome to hear. So we'd love to hear and read some of those stories that you have for us. So come to our adulting community on Facebook, hashtag adulting, or visit us at our website, adulting.tv. You can access this episode or you can subscribe to future episodes at adulting.tv slash iTunes. And other links for other podcast listeners are available at adulting.tv. And if you have any questions, you can ask us at adulting.tv slash ask. And until next week, remember to behave like a grown-up. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv. Adulting.